Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 400. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me, especially in light of the fact that this is episode 400. Holy shit. (laughs) Excuse me, but wow. I I can't believe I've done 400 episodes. Um, That's honestly quite insane to me. That's 400 times sitting down being honest and vulnerable and to the best of my ability, helpful. It really is crazy. So a serious thank you is in order to you. Thank you for rocking with me. I know so many of you have been listening since 2018 with episode one. And to all of you who have joined me since, even if this is the first episode you're listening to, thank you. Uh, Seriously, you have allowed me just by listening and subscribing and supporting the podcast, you've allowed me to live my dream. So this episode uh, is for you in a way. Um, I am going to talk about me <laughs> as I tend to do, but I hope it inspires you to take a look at you and realize what is possible. Not that like I'm the the world's coolest dude or living the coolest, flashiest life. Uh, you know, I, I do joke that I share my feelings for a living. So whether or not you think that's cool, uh, I'll leave that up to you. But I hope this episode inspires you in a way and I'll show you how. Because for this episode, I want to share a bit about myself. I get a lot of DMs asking for like my story. People are like, who is this guy? Who's this guy writing the quotes uh, that they see shared so often? Who is this guy who's done 400 episodes of a podcast? Who's written these books and these journals? Who is who is Case Kenny? So real quick, I want to share a bit about myself. And then I want to show you why that matters. So you can look at yourself and, <laughs> for lack of a better term, fall madly in love with who you are. I hope this episode inspires you to do one thing um, in the same way my journey to this point has done the same for me. I hope this episode inspires you to find self-love, radical, exciting, over-the-top, obsessed, stage five clinger self-love. That's self-love in who you are today, 
not who you will become one day, not who you hope to become one day, not on a day when you have the things you want, the partner, the job, the paycheck, the house, the car, the body, today. I want you to be obsessed with who you are today because that person is completely worthy of it. So before we get to you, let's talk about me. <laughs> Classic. Uh, here's my story, how, how, how I got here, how we got here in just a couple of minutes. My name is Case Kenny. I'm 34. I live in Chicago. I'm an Aries, if that matters. But I've lived in Chicago for the past 11 years. Before that, I went to the University of Notre Dame, which is in Indiana, just like it's honestly just out, outside of Chicago. But I went to Notre Dame. I studied the strangest things. Um, if you took a look at me, being a tall, pale, you know, white dude, uh, I studied Chinese and Arabic languages. It was a double major in those languages, and I did that simply because they interested in me. They interested me, and honestly, I was good at them. I've always had a knack for languages, and my intention was to graduate and then work in either international business with Chinese. Um, I did live overseas for a bit in Shanghai um, to do that, or to do some government-type Jason Bourne work with the Arabic background. But as life would have it, I did neither of those things. <laughs> I graduated, moved to Chicago, and I took a job at an ad agency. Did that for a bit, found my groove in the city, quit that job, took another ad agency job, quit that job, and moved into a sales role at a company selling advertising technology. That was in 2014. And I was 26 then, and for the next seven, eight years, I worked at that company. So that's kind of my career background from 20 to 33, basically. And spoiler, I left that company last year to do this full time. But all the while I was doing um, those jobs and, and working at that, that last company in particular, um, I was living and loving and just growing up. Um, I dated a bunch in my 20s, um, a couple multi-year long relationships, a couple years being single, a nice little balance between between everything. Um, I also feel like I was kind of a late bloomer just in general, so I was growing up a lot then. But one moment in particular um, is what I kind of reference uh, what led to the creation of the podcast. I was in a long-term relationship from like 26 to 29, and on one day, that ended. And I remember when it ended, I was like, you know what? Who is Case Kenny? Because I am self-aware enough to recognize that I am not my relationship status. I am not my, you know, my job title. I am not what I do in the gym. Who am I? And I recall that moment in particular because I was kind of fired up about it. I was working really hard at my job at the time, doing the sales thing. I was traveling a lot. I had also previously, to my point, placed a lot of energy and focus on dating, relationships, dating apps, the whole thing. And I was just like, why? Why am I doing these things? Is it because I want to? Or is it because I think I should want to? Like, what is going on? I was like, shit. I never really had taken the time to sit down and be like, Case, what do you want in your life? What is the purpose of your life? What are you doing? And I had a moment where I was like, man, I've always just done what was expected of me, either by others or by friends or by parents or by bosses or by social media. And I was like, man, I never really took the time to check in on myself. And so I was kind of fired up in that moment. I was like, I need to hit reset. It's not that I'm super unhappy or depressed or anything like that. But I was like, man, I'm almost 30. Am I living my life or am I living someone else's life? Am I going to look back and regret doing all these things, chasing all these things, having all these goals only to realize when I'm 
freaking 60 that they were not mine. And I was like, I don't want to regret that. So I started a podcast, <laughs> started a podcast. I was like, I want to challenge myself to talk through these questions I have. What is life about? Am I happy? How do I know? I wanted to sit down and truly challenge myself. Truly, that was my motivation. So I started the podcast and long story short, it, it did kind of blow up. I think that was due to a lot of luck and maybe a little bit of talent, but a lot of luck, just good timing. And then over the course of 400 episodes, I just kept kept pulling on this on this string. I just found so much catharsis in sitting down and talking about my observations of life and love and happiness and self-awareness. I just kept pulling on that that string and digging deeper and deeper and deeper. And it became this amazing thing with the podcast where every time I did an episode, it really helped me. It was my form of therapy. And it turned out <laughs> that it helped other people. It was amazing. And all the while I was doing my job, I was living my life and so on. So it was, fan it was fantastic. So fast forward to today, I won't bog you down in the details because I want to get to why this matters. But fast forward, the podcast kept getting bigger, 100,000 downloads a month, 200,000 downloads a month, 500, a million. And then I also started posting quotes on Instagram on coffee cups and post-it notes around Chicago. And they started to get shared like Haley Bieber and Lucy Hale and Complex and Cosmopolitan Magazine. Like they were sharing, sharing these things. And I was like, wow, maybe I can do a bit more with this. So I created a journal uh, in 2020 and that got big pretty quick. And so then I wrote another one. And then I wrote a book called Single is Your Superpower. And that blew up. I sold like 300,000 copies of that. It was insane. And I was invited to be on Good Morning America and on Fox and Fortune Magazine and all these things. And I was like, man, maybe I'm onto something. And so we're going doing the fast version here. And so after investing like eight years into my corporate job that I was still working all the while, I quit that in 2021. And here we are now. That's the long story short here. But amidst all that, amidst all the, you know, the career and the, the creative things and the passion projects that I just described, um, I kind of grew up a lot. Like I, I joke that I became a man, right? I learned a lot. I dated a lot. I had quite a few life experiences. I pushed myself. I evolved. I, I legit think I'm a different person at 34 than I was when I was 24 for sure. But I'm also a different person at 34 than I was at 30. And I recap all this for you here because I want to show you what I continue to really lean on. And that's the fact that I'm just a regular dude, genuinely. And that's not some like pandering thing. It's not some like marketing angle. Um, I hope it's pretty clear that's who I am. Like I gave you my background to show that I clearly have no professional background in the wellness space, the self-help space. I have no degrees. I have nothing, no background in education around, you know, sociology or psychology or therapy. I've never gone on a, a silent retreat or done ayahuasca or gone to a Tony Robbins seminar. Never done any of those things. And outside of the podcast, in fact, and outside of my writing, um, I, I pretty much don't take anything seriously. I really don't. Like my favorite number is 69. I love a good, that's what she said joke. I love quoting notoriously bad movies, listening to house music, taking my shirt off at a music festival, just, just being a, a clown. Uh, you know, the point being, I'm not some like stoic uh, guy um, because that's not really what makes me happy. What makes me happy is just being honest 
and grounded in what makes me feel self-fulfilled and self-aware. I am quite literally just the guy who shares his feelings for a living. I'm quite literally just the guy who has trained himself to practice self-awareness. That is my training. That is my background, my life, my observation. And living in that observation and digging into it is what makes me happy and fulfilled. And granted, I also joke that when I was rolled off the human assembly line that they checked the box for optimist. I am a hardwired optimist. It's just the way I am. If there is a silver lining to be found, I will find it. And so I bring that innate human optimistic quality to everything I do, everything I talk about. That's like my secret sauce. I feel like it's my advantage in life. And so here I am practicing that, preaching that, leaning into the power of mindfulness, sharing my experiences, practicing it, sharing my observation, pushing myself to be a better more honest, more in tune, more centered man in everything I do. And then turning around and sharing what I've learned through that process. No blueprints, no lectures, no, this is the right path. It's just me and my perspective. And that's now what I have the privilege of doing every day. It's what I do for a living. And I can go on and on about how much it means to me that I can do this, but if you listen to the podcast, you know I repeat that a lot, so I won't do it. (laughs) But I really do appreciate you empowering me to do this. So Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and a versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Here, what I'd rather talk about, though... Uh, is why this matters. Why does my story matter? 
it's not a crazy story. It really isn't. Like, I'm not that cool. I'm not at all. And my story isn't a rags to riches story. It's not a story of like uh, enormous trauma and healing. It's not a story of heartbreak and closure. I do a lot of interviews and people always ask me, so, you know, Case, what started all this? Clearly you have something that happened and then you've built all this from the ruins of that, of that thing in life. I don't really have that. You know, I've been privileged. I don't, I don't have that, that huge thing. Sure. I've had my fair share of ups and downs and maybe more than I talk about, but ultimately I'm just the dude being a guy. I'm just the dude sharing his feelings on life. And it's through this process of identifying my feelings, <laughs> transforming myself through that practice and sharing my conclusions that I've learned something that I think can really help you. Emphasis there on the word transforming. To my point earlier, I used to very much fall in line with what was expected of me. Do this, say this, and most specifically, want this. You should want this thing. You should want to be this certain way. And as a result, like in my 20s and early 30s even, like I didn't feel very confident. I didn't find myself living with you know, high standards or strong boundaries. I felt kind of lost, hoping to be told what was right for me, who was right for me, what I should want, what I should do. You know, if someone was nice to me, oh my gosh, I love you. If someone told me I was good at something, okay, that's my thing now. If someone told me to wear something, that's what I'm wearing, you know? And the result was kind of this restlessness, like a sense of being adrift and just like not really in control. And you contrast that with now, and I certainly don't have everything figured out. That's the point of the podcast. But I know that I am the captain of the ship. I am in control. And that feels great. Obviously, it feels great to live with closure and clarity. And that's what mindfulness has given me. And most of all, these years, these 400 episodes, they've shown me the power of showing up in my life, of owning my life, of making case, case, making this my life. These years have shown me how incredibly capable we all are of giving ourselves the power that we deserve, taking back our power and realizing that it's no one else's job to tell us what we should want, what we should feel, what we should do. It's no one else's job to expect certain things of us. It's no one else's job to tell us how we should find and be given closure. We are capable of radical transformation in our lives. And what I've learned through the, this, these experiences and doing the podcast that I want to share quickly here is the power of looking within instead of looking to others for the answers in our lives. The power of looking within. And again, I used to look to everyone but myself for answers. What are they wearing? What are they saying? What are they doing? What do they expect of me? What do they want me to do? What does everyone else think or want or do or expect? I should have the same mentality as them. Borrow this, borrow that, right? And I think that's how a lot of us are wired. And it makes sense, right? We need inspiration. We look to the world around us for inspiration, but it has to end there. I've learned that inner peace comes from, shocker, our inner world. And not just inner peace, but inner love, inner confidence, inner hype, the things that we all deserve to live with. We need to look within instead of out for everything that we want and deserve, happiness, fulfillment, standards, goals, and so on. That job, that relationship, that body, that bag, that car, that watch, those are great things, but they won't give us the answers we're looking for, certainly. And of course, this is like a self-help cliche. But true life validation can only be found by looking within. 
That's within a place of truth that only we can create for ourselves. That's a place where we decide who we are, what we want, and why we want it. It's not something we discover through other people and their expectations of us. It's something that we create. And that's the biggest thing I've learned. I have created my own truth for myself, my own standard, my own vision, my own talent. It wasn't given to me. It wasn't gifted to me. I did this. <laughs> I did this. I gave it to myself. And I did that with one shift that I want to share with you that I think is so big. I did it by refocusing, reprioritizing. I did it by reprioritizing how my life feels rather than how it looks. How my life feels rather than how it looks. That's the biggest thing I've learned that I want to relay to you. This whole process, this whole podcast, this whole thing that I do where I sit down and I just try to be as honest with myself as possible. What it's led me to do that has been so utterly transformative in my life, and I think it could be equally as, as transformative for you, is to prioritize how your life feels rather than how it looks. Prioritize how your life feels rather than how it looks. Emphasis on the word feels, how you feel. Not how you should feel, not how you want to feel based on other people's expectations, but how you truly feel. This has been everything to me. Everything. Flipping the script. Flipping the, flipping the script and changing your priorities. When you do that, transformation follows. How your life feels is so much more important than how your life looks. And you might, you might nod your head and be like, yeah, I agree. Okay, right on case. But think about how much we have that reversed in, our, in the reality of our lives. We want our life to look good to our parents, to our friends on a dating app, on social media, to our boss, and ultimately to ourself, right? We want to have the appearance of happiness and fulfillment and success because we think that through that process of getting those things on paper, looking like we have those things, we think through that process then that FOMO will go away, that validation will show up, and then we'll actually feel the way we want to feel. The body, the things, the relationship, we think those things will give us the feelings we want. And yes, certainly some of those things will help your life feel the right way, but we have it ass backwards. Checking boxes on how our life looks and then hoping it will then in turn check the box for how our life should feel. So the question that I've, I've been circling and asking and answering the past couple of years is, what if, crazy thought, what if we flipped the script and we said, I'm going to prioritize how my life feels? What would happen? What would happen? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I've discovered in my life. When you flip the script, when you change from prioritizing how your life looks to how your life feels, you actually start to create truths for yourself. Those are truths that can't be taken from you. And most important, those are truths that you don't have to borrow from anyone else. You decide that you don't need someone to tell you what is possible for you in order for you to start believing in yourself. You decide that you don't need a partner to, to love you in order to decide that you're lovable. You decide that you don't need a boss to say you're talented in order for you to believe in your innate ability. It's a big shift. That's what this shift gives you because you prioritize how your life feels and that leads you to establish truths, powerful, radical, unbreakable truths. You say, this is how I want to feel and that's my priority. And when that's the case, you build real standards around it. You stop accepting anything less. You create real boundaries around it. 
You start doing mindful work or you change careers. I mean, look at me. Like in my early 30s, I was single in Chicago and I thought that being single in Chicago meant I needed to act a certain way because I needed to look a certain way. Bottle service, a new Rolex, a roster, Soho House, right? (laughs) The whole thing. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy most of those things still today, but I had it backwards. I thought I needed life to look a certain way in order for me to feel a certain way. In my career too, I thought I needed to be that big alpha sales guy and that would give me the way I wanted to feel. Successful, validated, appreciated, right? But I had it backwards. And so the past couple of years, this whole process has been transformative because I flipped the script. My priority is and has been how my life feels. And I honestly don't care how it looks. (laughs) Honestly, I don't like, I think it looks pretty cool, but it's not my priority number one. I'm a dude who writes quotes on the internet for a living. I'm that sensitive guy on the internet. I left a high paying job to do this, but none of that bothers me. Truthfully, coming back to how I feel, how I actually feel has liberated me from living and borrowing other people's truths. I don't need what other people need. I need what other people don't need sometimes too. It's my truth. It's how my life feels. And I just want to throw this out there for you to consider. The biggest thing I've learned through this process. Ask yourself, what if for the next 365 days you wrote that on a post-it note and you lived it? How my life feels is more important than how my life looks. What would you do differently? Genuinely tapping into the power of how you feel, right? We're talking in in like the compassionate, growth-minded way of feeling, not just like doing what feels good, right? What would you do differently? What would you say differently? How would you show up for yourself differently? In every area of your life, your personal life, your career, your relationships, I really challenge you to try this and see what happens. I think the result uh, could really surprise you because it's a total mentality shift. And I think self-love, as much as a cliche phrase as it is, it is guaranteed to come from that priority change. So that's it. I'll end it right there. Just a bit longer episode, but I wanted to take time to chat about how we got here and hopefully inspire you to discover what I have. That's the power of going within, the power of prioritizing how your life feels rather than how it looks. And I hope you discover the self-love that exists within you today, not tomorrow, but today when you start living your life in this way. So that is it. Thank you as always for listening and thank you so much for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. 
Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.